Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the wait list before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the wait list right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Manifestation Bay podcast. Do you guys ever, like, right when you're about to do something, your brain goes, hmm, let me check what's up on Instagram. Let me text back my friend. Let me go shop a little. Let me go see what my husband's up to. Like, (laughs) I don't know why our brains do this, but literally, I'm telling you, I'm not immune to this. Whenever I'm about to sit down and record an episode, for some reason, I have to do like 500 unnecessary things before I record the actual episode. Now we're here. My microphone is on. So let's dive into today's episode, which is all about how I manifested my pregnancy, my first pregnancy. So um, there's been a, a lot of questions on this, a lot of requests, of course, just because I'm all about manifesting and I am pregnant. And so how did it, how do the two combine and like how did I do it specifically? And a lot of the things that I truly believe helped me. So I wanted to put this into an episode format, of course, because it has to do with manifestation and save it from the first trimester Q&A that I'm supposed to be doing for my YouTube channel, which is just a lot about like symptoms and my experience and how I knew and all those things. But because this is manifestation focused, why not keep it for the podcast and make it a podcast exclusive? So a couple of small disclaimers before we get started. First and foremost, I know I say this all the time, 
But I never know when people first discover me on an episode, right? It's not like everyone's been with me since the first time I uploaded my episode. People discover me through random episodes all the time. So I just want to be crystal freaking clear that through all of my content, even my courses and just anything that I put out there, I'm first and foremost always processing my own personal experience. When I share something that worked for me, I just want you to know that I'm not a medical professional, right? Like all those disclaimers, I feel like I have to put there, put here because um, this is very much a personal experience. And fertility is a very sensitive subject. And I understand that. And I just want to be respectful of everyone's conception journeys and how they look so different from one another. And this is just my conception journey, my own pregnancy journey. And this is simply what worked for me. And I know that from me listening to other people's personal experiences throughout the years and how they've implemented certain universal principles or certain techniques or certain modalities, right? And what worked for them inspired me to try them on for myself. And I always, 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 always promote being your own guru first, taking what resonates and leaving the rest. And so, I just want you, I just want to make sure that you're continuing to do that through everything that I share, but also especially this episode as well, because it's such a sensitive topic. Um, pregnancy is also, you know, the manifestation of pregnancy is really interesting to me. And uh, reading the book Spirit Babies, which of course I'm going to talk about probably several times throughout this episode. I've also talked about it in previous episodes where I share, you know, how I communicate to my unborn children, my two kiddos that have come to me through spirit. And that book really shifted my perspective on so many different things around fertility. Even long before I was even on this journey, I felt like I had such a great understanding of what it takes to make a baby and what it looks like on a spiritual level. That just helped me so, so much. And, you know, there's a manifestation of like a house, there's a manifestation of like uh, money, a manifestation of business, and then there's a manifestation of pregnancy. And what pregnancy is, is it's essentially a soul contract because it's an incarnation of a soul, right? There's an actual human being (laughs) coming from the spiritual world to the human world. And it's made between three or more souls together, right? Depending on, let's say, obviously you have two partners, one's a sperm donor, one's an egg donor, right? Um, Or at least the egg component and the sperm component. And then you might have twins, you might have triplets, right? So it's definitely more than one soul at a time, sometimes in pregnancy, but typically it's three, right? You you know, typically it's more common to have uh, one baby come through at a time. And um, it's a contract that was created to incarnate at a very specific time between these three souls. So divine timing is a massive part of manifesting a pregnancy because though you may want to get pregnant, there's also the baby soul that has to be just as ready, right? So you may feel ready as the parents, but the baby soul also needs to be ready to incarnate um, from the spiritual realm to the human realm, to the 3D realm, to the earthly planes. And sometimes you can totally be doing all the right things. Like you're just doing all the things, even the things that I share in this episode, and it might just not be happening for this reason. And you've done your test, you're a healthy person, right? Like everything seems to be right. Um, I just highly recommend for these purposes to dive into the book that I share, Spirit Babies. If you're interested in learning more about 
what could be some potential blocks from the energetic and spiritual standpoint, right? Not just the medical standpoint, not just the 3D standpoint, but like some interesting, for example, what was so fascinating to me just from the um, perspective of, you know, conception between two healthy individuals. In some cases, um, you know, this this woman, she kept having, um, you know, losses, of her pregnancy and she couldn't figure out why. And one, like, this is just an example. One of the reasons is because whenever she would get pregnant with her husband, they would get so excited and talk about like a baby girl. And again, I'm paraphrasing just because it's been a while since I read the book. So a lot of this is like what's coming through my own memory and through my own paraphrase. And they kept saying, oh my God, our baby girl's coming, our baby girl's coming. And finally, the author of Spirit, Spirit Babies, who has a gift um, of communicating with the spirit baby itself was trying to figure out why the loss kept happening. And what he ended up learning from the spirit baby itself, which is the baby before it incarnates, you know, it's in spirit form that the, the baby really wants to be a male, really wants to identify as male in this lifetime. And they keep talking about a baby girl and the baby feels rejected. And so therefore it keeps rejecting itself. And so that's like one example, right? So it gives you such a plethora of like things to think about, things to try, things to really consider that personally helped me a ton. And I'm just going to keep recommending this book till I die. <laughs> like it is so good. Um, all right. So those are my disclaimers. You know, at the time of this recording, I'm almost 16 weeks pregnant waiting to feel the baby kick. I think I feel it, but I hear that around 16 to 18 weeks is around the time when you really feel baby moving. So I'm super excited about that. And though the uh, conception of my baby happened actually really quickly, so in the second month of the actual act, (laughs) the actual intention of getting pregnant, Um, within my fertile window, the process for me of like seriously preparing for conception was about a year long process. Um, So I look at it as like a year long journey. Certain things I discovered, you know, a few months before, but certain things I discovered like a year before. And I was doing work with certain experts for about a year, trying to get myself in alignment, trying to get my hormones in alignment, trying to get everything in alignment, you know, testing my egg count and things like that, hormone levels. And um, also getting my husband, Brennan, on board as well with, you know, for him, it was shorter. It was like a couple months beforehand. And um, so I had him consider a couple things as well. So it wasn't just like, okay, it's time. And now we have to consider all these things that relate to the actual manifestation. Like this is something that I was planning on happening within the next year. So I acted as if I was already preparing my body, preparing my soul, preparing my spirit, my mindset for a pregnancy. So here's all the things that I believe helped me manifest my pregnancy in no particular order. I literally sat here and I came up with 10 big things, 10 of the major things. And at some point I just got so tired of staring at my notes section in my Evernote folder for my podcast where I was just like, okay, like if I come up with more later, 
you know, because sometimes we forget <laughs> because we're so close to something. So if something pops up later, I will definitely make sure to update you, talk about it, maybe in part two, if it's significant enough to be a part two, or maybe I'll throw it up somewhere in my Insta stories or on my YouTube channel. So definitely if you want to follow along, uh, make sure you're following me at Manifestation Babe on Instagram or follow my channel, Catherine Zinkina on YouTube. Those are kind of the two main places that I hang out outside of the podcast. So the very first thing that I have here is I read the book, It Starts with the Egg. And this is recommended to me by my good friend, Ashley Gordon. And in here, um, I mean, the author talks about a lot of things in this book, but what really stood out to me were, um, she talks about specific environmental toxins and specifically BPA and phthalates that have been proven to really interfere negatively with um, all the hormones that have to do with fertility. And she talks a lot about how to remove them from your life. And so, of course, from that book, although I've already been living a pretty non-toxic life, like I don't, you know, it's really hard to live a completely non-toxic life because there's so many environmental toxins. I mean, I live in LA, so it's just filled with it. And so it's all about minimization rather than complete elimination because you also don't want to drive yourself insane. So she talks about how it, it, and she mentioned this, she mentions this in the book where it's not all about a full elimination. It's about a minimization. And she talks in this book about how to identify potential sources of BPA and phthalates in like laundry detergent or obviously plastics and things like that and how to minimize them as well as a really great, which of course I implemented right away. And I taught my husband how to look out for phthalates and BPA. <laughs> like literally he will read a, a label to this day and be like, oh my God, there's phthalates in here. And I'm like, yes, you paid attention. You were listening. <clears throat> great. So also uh, great supplement recommendations. And so I followed, because I was already in a good supplement protocol, which I'll talk about in a little bit of how I figured that out. Um, there were like two supplements I think I added. I think it was CoQ10 and magnesium that I just uh, ramped up because there's so much science in this book about how, um, you know, why and how each of the supplement recommendations helps you. And of course, you always want to confirm with someone that you trust that is able to recommend supplements to you where you're not just like taking shit randomly, right? Because I don't think that's helpful either. Also, she talks a lot about, you know, why it may take several tries to finally get a healthy embryo implantation and how like the whole splitting of the, um, when the egg and sperm meet, like when the cells start splitting, how many things can actually go wrong in those early days and why it could take couples several months, several years, right, to create a baby is because of all of these things. So it just, it gives you like the more scientific, informative approach to fertility and conception, which for me, like for some people could be very unhelpful because it might be a little too much like not fear inducing, but it could just be information overload. And sometimes you know too much. And I will admit that um, this book did lead me to having a scare around um, because I was, you know, a little bit of a crazy pants. I was taking pregnancy tests every single day for like two weeks to measure the darkness of the line, which has, I don't think it has any uh, scientific proof to that, like 
the line actually gets darker with an increase of HCG after a certain point. But I remember one day my pregnancy test got lighter in the line and I was like, oh my God, I'm having a chemical pregnancy and oh my God, like I I just knew too much. And it led me to going to, which actually was a good thing in hindsight, led me to actually getting a beta blood test to confirm that I actually am pregnant and that my beta, my HCG is actually growing um, and rising and concentration. So led me to getting two blood tests, right? And also led me to finding a clinic that would help me because I don't have like a designated OBGYN, nor am I uh, working with an OBGYN in my pregnancy. I have a midwife and a doula, and my midwife is the one who's going to help me give birth at home in a water tub, which I'm so excited about. And so anyway, it led me to this clinic that helped me, you know, take my blood test covered. It was covered through insurance. They gave me my first ultrasound and it just worked out so beautifully. So in the end, still super helpful, right? Number two, I know I mentioned this a thousand times. I'm just going to put it in here. Also recommended by my friend, Ashley Gordon, Spirit Babies. Um, This book helped give me so much peace in my journey. I can't even describe it. Again, it helped me communicate with my uh, future children and also just know that they were coming without a shadow of a doubt, which of course helps with the manifestation. Um, The third thing was I have been seeing Dr. Joe for the last year, every single week. And I've been talking about Dr. Joe and a lot of people are like, who's Dr. Joe? I don't know how to describe this man. Okay. I call him my functional medicine energy practitioner. He's a chiropractor by trade. He's a kinesiologist, also a specialist in anti-aging medicine. Also, he's half Japanese, half Chinese, and he's very, very spiritual too, and a pro at reading energy. And he's very much heavy into science, but also very heavy into spirituality. So I feel like I found like my dream professional, my dream practitioner. I mean, he is amazing. I've been recommending him to every single person that has helped um, uh, every single person in my life. And he has helped all of my family and friends really get to the root of health issues. And I have not yet met or talked to any of my family or friends who have seen him who have been disappointed with him. I mean, he's amazing. He's in the Sawtell area in LA if you want to go see him too. And so what he did for me is he ran a a million tests, a million and a half tests on me. He read my genetic code, (laughs) like literally read my DNA. Um, Don't even ask. It sounds so complicated. But he was able to recommend the exact supplements that I needed for my body, also checking in with my body through muscle testing, which is that kinesiology portion. Um, he recommended like the exact diet that is in alignment with my body. And then of course I get like chiropractic alignments through him. And so he's able to keep my mind, body and energy in check. And, um, you know, I told him eventually at some point I want to make a baby. I want to get pregnant. And he was like, oh, the work we're already doing is going to help you get pregnant. And again, he's an energy reader. He's also psychic. And the day that I was ovulating in the second cycle, I actually saw him that day and I forgot what I asked him, but he looked at me. No, actually he, he looked at me and he can always tell when I'm ovulating or on my period. It's so weird without even like, of course, knowing like he just knows. And, um, he was like, Oh, you're ready. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, your body is ready. 
And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, what about Brennan's body? He's like, Brennan's body needs a little bit more work, but your body ready. And literally the day he said that I got pregnant. So love Dr. Joe. The fourth thing is, um, getting my husband on board with a couple things. So I've been eating pretty clean and organic for a long time. Now, of course I have, I live a very, very busy lifestyle. So I do eat out a lot. Um, but I do have an excellent understanding of what I am putting in my body. Like I'm just very conscious of it and I do my best to get all my nutrients in and make sure it is organic as much as possible. So anywhere I go, if you guys ever have organic restaurant recommendations for me, I will take those. I value those so much. Like you don't even understand. So what I ended up doing is I ended up uh, getting my husband on board with seeing Dr. Joe and Dr. Joe recommended, you know, ran some hormone panels on him and stuff like that. Um, told him to minimize gluten and dairy as well as of course eating organic. So Brennan made some lifestyle changes Um, Of course, he's not as strict as I am with certain things. And so it wasn't perfect, but he did make a lot of improvements. And I also learned that, you know, they say when the sperm and egg meet and fertilization actually happens, that sperm and egg formed three months prior to that event. So your health three months in advance to conception really matters to improve the quality of your eggs and sperm. So I told that to Brennan and it was about three months before we actually conceived our baby that I, um, you know, that he made all these improvements, saw Dr. Joe and of course, you know, it worked. Um, Brennan and I also had, and I, you know, sometimes hate admitting this, but (laughs) I learned this from, I had a lot of like Arabic friends growing up and also I'm obsessed with Arabic countries and I just love Arabic culture. Um, and there's, you know, there's a lot of, um, Arabic influence in the San Fernando Valley. I grew up with a ton of, yeah, a ton of Arabic people. And so, um, something that Brenda and I have a guilty pleasure of doing is occasionally going to hookah bars and smoking hookah. It used to be one of our favorite launch activities, actually fun fact on our closing cart, we would go to the hookah lounge and we would answer DMs together and like get people super excited and make sure everyone's getting in while smoking hookah. Um, also, we love going to um, countries like, for example, in Morocco, there's tons of hookah there. When we go to Dubai, there's hookah. We call it shisha. Um, and then we're actually heading to Egypt this year, but of course I'm pregnant. So I'm going to say the fuck away. But what we ended up realizing is like, hey, this is not, you know, though we weren't doing it all the time, we just realized like, hey, this is not something that is conducive to, you know, fertility. Um, It's adding a lot of toxins into our bodies and it's not going to help us get pregnant. So we both stopped doing that completely for like, I would say six months before we started conceiving. Um, Energy and manifestation wise. So this is number five. And I know these are also the kinds of things that you guys are waiting for. Like, what did I do energetically or manifestation-wise? So here's something interesting that I connected when I started diving into TTC communities trying to conceive. I realized that the phrase trying for a baby or trying to conceive uses the word try. And there's a massive problem with this. And I don't think many people realize what this language, this word choice is actually doing to the subconscious mind. So when we look at language and how it impacts the subconscious mind, 
um, language doesn't just define reality or deter- um, yeah, it doesn't just define reality. It determines reality. And so when we look at the word try, what does try mean? Try implies failure. It means it not happening. It means having the intention of it happening, but not actually doing it or not actually making it happen. And so when you say, you know, let's try for a baby, just language wise, subconsciously, it means let's, let's just try, but not make it happen. So I realized that very, very early on, I actually had this breakthrough that I shared with my students before we started to conceive. And so I never called it trying for a baby. I always called it conceiving a baby or making a baby, which just that simple language shift made me understand like that this is going to happen no matter what. Like it is going to happen. We're not trying. We're actually doing it. Um, Also, I used affirmations, of course. You know how much I love affirmations. There's an app called I Am that sent affirmation notifications to my phone every 15 minutes. And all I put in there were fertility related affirmations. Um, I could also put a widget on my phone. So my, my front page of my affirmations, uh, which I actually, the freaking app glitched like a couple of weeks ago. So it's gone now. I just have this like gap on my front page, which I'm going to have to put it back. And of course, put in new affirmations because I haven't updated them, but I still get the notifications which Brennan's like, Catherine, you already manifested that, like make new affirmations. And I said, Brennan, it's very, the fact that I manifested it and the fact that these affirmations work, I want to keep solidifying to my subconscious mind that these affirmations absolutely work so that anything I enter in in the future is also going to absolutely work because I have proof of it now. So I'm just further cementing it into my subconscious. So um, like I said, the app is called I Am. I will also link it in the show notes. There's a couple things I'll link in the show notes and I'll tell you what they are. This will be one of them. So you can also download it. And of course, there's other apps as well. I just like it because it's very aesthetic. It's very beautiful. You can customize it in like hundreds of different ways and customize how many affirmations you get per hour. So I set to like four an hour. So every 15 minutes I would get an affirmation and I would stop whatever I was doing and I would say those affirmations out loud. After a while, it just became something that I, my brain would just constantly see again, unconsciously would just pick up on those affirmations um, and pass them through. And I wouldn't necessarily have to like stop myself and read them. It was just more so understanding and trusting that they are getting cemented in. So I'm sure you're curious, what were my affirmations? So this is what they were. I am now open to conceiving, carrying, and delivering a healthy baby. My body is fully capable of carrying and delivering a healthy baby. I am so grateful for my miraculous body. I am now calling in an easy, effortless, and enjoyable pregnancy. My reproductive organs work in perfect harmony with my body to allow an easy conception. My body knows how to conceive a healthy baby. I know I will be an amazing mother. I am ready to be a mother. My womb is now becoming a warm, loving, nourishing home. I am so grateful for how fertile my body is. I am so grateful for how fertile my husband is. I get pregnant very easily. Being pregnant is a wonderful experience for me. 
And I want to say I made these affirmations after the first month that the conception didn't happen for us. So I would say it friggin' worked, okay? Um, number six, this one's really cool. I saw a hypnotherapist, which I saw for two other things. This is like the third time that I came into her office, but she told me that she can help hypnotize my body to accept, you know, my embryo, to make the conception happen and to have a healthy pregnancy. And so the week that I was ovulating, it just so happened to be that way. In my second month that we were conceiving, I saw um, Sasha Carion. She's amazing. She's also, I'll link her in the show notes, her website that you guys can book her. She's of course local to me in the LA area, but she also works virtually because she's done sessions with my friends. So you just have to reach out to her and see, because I think her calendar is just for in-person. But if you email her, I'm sure she can set up her calendar for a virtual session. She's actually in the same building as Dr. Joe, which of course is so aligned. I'm like, what is this building? Everyone is so awesome in this building. And she created a hypnosis specific to conceiving a healthy pregnancy. And of course it worked because literally two weeks later, I came back in for something new, um, something else, because I'm like, damn, every hypnosis you give me is like manifesting. And I said to her, okay, hi, I need a new hypnosis because I already manifested the last one. And her eyes went wide and she's like, are you pregnant? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) So it was really amazing. I, of course, love hypnotherapy. Um, It is no surprise at all. I integrate hypnosis into everything that I do. I'm obsessed with it. And so, of course, I used it for this as well, for my pregnancy. And I will continue to use it and I'll use it for birth. You know, I talked about how I'm going to do hypnobirthing, hypnobabies, whatever you want to call it, and integrate hypnosis into the birth process and probably make hypnoses for my baby. I don't know. Like, Stick with me here. I'll tell you everything that I'm doing. The seventh thing is I started to see an acupuncturist about a month before we started conceiving. Now, I didn't go to the acupuncturist with the intention of using it for fertility. This is something that was like three years in the making. Like I've just, I've always heard about acupuncture. It sounded amazing. I've always wanted to try it and I never really like found the right person at the right time. It just never really crossed my mind to like take it seriously until one day I was like, I want to try acupuncture. And how this also actually, how this came about actually was I had a facial in a certain building. And in that building, there's like four other acupuncturists. And I was like, oh, I'm in an acupuncture building. Okay. This is kind of cool. And I picked up everyone's business cards. And then like three months later, four months later, I finally looked up everyone's business cards. And I really resonated with Heather's energy from Lilium Acupuncture. So I started to see her. And acupuncture is a traditional Chinese medicine healing and energy balancing modality that has actually been proven to improve fertility. I think that when you go through IVF in certain clinics, they require you to do acupuncture before um, transfer, after transfer, and throughout pregnancy from what I've heard. And what it does also, just side note, helps you relax, right? Really, really reduces stress, realigns your energy meridian, so balances things out, Um, If you have any blockages, it clears out blockages. It detoxifies your body. Um, For pregnancy, it really helps ground things in. It really helps you relax and just chill out and accept and like receive the baby coming through. Like I remember I went to acupuncture like right when I was ovulating and she did 
needles like right in my ovaries, not in my ovaries, but in the ovary points and my uterus point and like certain others. And like, I kind of miss the pre-pregnancy acupuncture because she would stick in so many needles, which it doesn't hurt. I know people are asking, like, does it hurt? It doesn't actually feel like if you've ever had a blood test done, it doesn't feel that way. I hate getting my blood drawn in terms of like the needle portion, not because I have like a thing with needles. Of course, I don't look, I look away. Um, but it's like a much bigger needle. This is like tiny ass needles. Like you almost don't feel them. And if you do feel it, it's usually because there's some sort of energy. Like she, she, she says like it's bitey or they're talking to you or they're like screaming at you and it only lasts for like two seconds. It's just means that whatever she poked, like that energy point that, that point really needs the acupuncture in that moment. And, um, so I used to like go flying off in the cosmos. I mean, I used to, she used to do certain points where I would literally astral project for 30 minutes or 45 minutes or however long I was laying there. And then of course, right when I got pregnant, she had to really take it easy. And so I get like maybe, maybe like two points in my upper body, um, two in my head and like four in my legs, which is like compared to before it was like 20 to 25. And it's just not as strong anymore, but it was really for the intention of like grounding in and just being gentle and allowing my body to receive. And with like pregnancy also for first trimester, um, it's been proven to help with like nausea as well as um, headaches and things like that, certain symptoms. And then anytime I had something stressful, like anytime I would stress about the baby or worry about my beta blood test, which I saw her. I remember seeing her the day I got a blood test and I was like, I don't know, the test isn't pregnant, but I feel like it's fading now and I don't know what's happening. And ah. and um, especially since the first month that we were conceiving, I truly believe that I was pregnant, but maybe just had like a chemical pregnancy. And so I was like, no, I don't want it to happen again. I want to be pregnant. And so acupuncture really, really helped me. Again, her name is Heather. She's from Lilium Acupuncture in LA. I'll also link her website in my bio in case you want to see her. I don't think acupuncture works virtually. <laughs> so um, if you're not in the LA area, of course, I would recommend taking recommendations from people you know. So number eight, more manifestation related stuff. I bought a bunch of baby announcement stuff a few months before we started to conceive. So I went on Etsy and I literally planned out exactly how I would tell each person and what gift that I would give them to do so. So with Brennan, I wasn't 100% certain, but one of the things that I wanted, like my original vision with telling Brennan, if you haven't seen that video, it's on my YouTube channel, his full reaction you guys know that I told him through earrings, but what I was originally going to do is I was originally going to buy a bunch of stuff and just around the house, like wait until he finally notices something. And then I was like, that's a little slow for me. I feel like it's going to take him forever. So I was like thinking of a different way. But of course, when I found out that I was pregnant, we were in St. Martin, we were traveling and I had these earrings with me that said baby mama. So I was like, perfect. I already have these earrings. I got them months before I got pregnant. I bought my mom things. Like I bought my grandparents, the scratch tickets that I used to tell them that we were pregnant. I bought those months in advance because I was just like preparing myself. And I'm such a believer in like preparing for something to happen. So anytime I have like any intention of doing something, I ask myself, what am I going to need when that thing actually manifests? And I'll go ahead and like buy one of those things 
or I will make some sort of shift or change that would actually prepare me to manifest or receive that thing. So for me, it was just mentally getting myself in a space where it's just a matter of when and, you know, like, but when it would actually happen, I would need, I would already have everything that I needed to share that joy with other people. So I wouldn't be like frantically waiting to get all my shipments in <laughs> for from Etsy to finally share the news. Because with certain people I shared very freaking early, like four weeks, not even four weeks pregnant. So, and I know that's very early. Um, this is amazing. So number nine, I got the Mira fertility tracking device. Again, I'll link it in the show notes. I'm going to be using this every time I want to have another child, which will hopefully only be one other time because my intention is to just have two, but you never know. Things can happen. And it actually can also be used for preventing pregnancy after the um, baby's born, which I'll probably do, especially when I'm, especially when my cycle is going to start regulating itself again after like, you know, I start weaning off of breastfeeding or, you know, whatever happens, whenever my cycle is ready to regulate again, I will want to know, okay, when is my new fertile window? So we can avoid that. So we don't have, you know, Irish twins or another baby right away. It's an amazing device. So this device is quite an investment, but it's totally worth it in my opinion. It worked so well for me in terms of tracking my ovulation. So I've been tracking my period for a really long time, but I also have a longer cycle than the typical 28-day cycle. So my cycle is sometimes 32 days and sometimes 31 days. Still within the range of normal, but so many people, they get locked in. And like if my cycle is not 28 days, something's wrong with me. But a normal healthy cycle can be like 24 days to like 35 days. So there's a huge range. And what the mirror does, it's this device that reads pee sticks. Okay. So you know how you have like ovulation kits where you pee on a stick and it shows like the lines. Um, and when the two lines are as dark as, as each other, that means you have the highest, you know, uh, fertility for that day. Like you are, you know, ovulating for sure within the next 12 to 24 hours. Well, what I love about the Mira more is it actually reads the exact levels of estrogen, LH, which is luteinizing hormone. And then also there's an additional kit that you can buy, additional sticks that you can buy to read progesterone in your pee. So in your app, it'll show you the exact like numerical values and it'll show you a graph and you will be able to read based off of your graph exactly when you're ovulating. And I relate this to like the clear blue pregnancy test that just is pregnant or not pregnant, right? Instead of trying to read lines, which I ended up doing anyway, I ended up taking the early response, first response, uh, early read or whatever pregnancy test. And I was like reading lines anyway, but this is really nice because it's kind of like the pregnant or not pregnant for me, where it just tells you exactly when that window is. And I know to a T exactly when I ovulated, not like the range, but like exactly that moment because of the mirror device. And I just heard really good things about it and I love it personally. So I'll link it also in the show notes so that you can find the actual device that I use. And last but not least, the 10th thing that I can think of right now is my vision board. So of course, I've been using vision boards for over a decade. I love them so much. 
And a lot of people noticed that I had a photo of a pregnant belly in a nursery on my vision board for a long time that led people to be like, she's pregnant, she's pregnant, she's pregnant. But I, here's the thing, guys. I had that those photos on my vision board for the last 18 months, <laughs> so long before we conceived. I really knew that at some point I was going to manifest this, you know? Um, and so I really wanted to get a solid imprint on my subconscious mind that this is the reality that I'm going to have at some point in the future. So vision boards have always been one of my favorite tools. So of course, like this is another thing that you can put on your vision board. And that, my friends, is my list of 10 things I believe, fully believe, firmly believe helped me manifest my very first pregnancy. So, um, you know, like I said, I'm pretty sure there's more on this list. I've just stared at my notes for long enough to where I'm like, fuck it. It's just time to record now. So if anything comes up for me, I'll be sure to share it in some other medium or if it's significant enough to where I'm like, wow, I missed like 20 other things. I will definitely update you in a part two. And I'm also curious what you think. So any feedback that you have, um, any way that you were like, oh, wow, I should have tried that or I want to try that or, oh my God, Catherine, I tried that and it helped me and it worked or thank you so much for sharing that or whatever. Or like, you know what? I tried that. It didn't work for me. I would love to hear from you. So if you want to take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends or family, tag me, let me know what your aha moments takeaways were, all that good stuff. It would not only be a massive compliment to my podcast, of course, but also let me know because I really love to hear from you, um, you know, what you learned from my episodes. And of course, leaving a review really helps me too. So if you want to leave a review, it helps more people discover the podcast, which of course I so, 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 so appreciate. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have the best day ever and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at Manifestation Babe or visiting my website at manifestationbabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.